It's Grady's 80s on all hits, K101. We have ignition, strap in. You're about to listen to the hottest sounds. It's the hottest mixtape in the world, and you've got it. You're listening to KGCT, the Grady Butler Show, playing the hottest geocaching hits of today and yesteryear. A big shout out to Bob. Billy, Direwolf, and the Pizza Ninja for winning the Dash for Cash last week on Cash Fest. So you three can just come pick up your prize at the KGCC Studios and collect your plush signal stuffed with real money. Or is it bison tubes and nanos? I can't remember. As you all know, music is the art of thinking with sounds, and adventure is geocaching with finds. And now, back to the hits. Whoa, wait a minute. Hang on a minute. I think yeah. somebody has hij- hijacked our show. Oh, <laughs> radio geocaching show? Man, I, I, I just want a really cool prize. I love this one. Yeah. Right. My good friends, Bob, Billy, and Direwolf. I'm psyched. <laughs> you have to go down to the station and pick up your, your prize, John, because you were a winner. Yeah. It's cash. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to swing by and pick up uh, Direwolf in Illinois and uh, uh, Bob, Billy from the trailer park and, uh, and come on right down and get the prizes. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, um, that was our little fun little opening, and uh, we want to welcome Grady Butler. Grady, thank you for being with us tonight. You bet. This will be fun. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of radio and a little bit of geocaching and a mix of all them. So if you have any questions for Grady, um, jump in the chat room, put them in, and we'll um, keep track of those and ask uh, him questions as we go along and um i guess we're going to start with asking you about how in the heck did you get involved in radio radio i've been doing it for over 30 years and it's all been right here in arizona right here in our sierra vista area i started um i was going to be a police officer my mom didn't want me getting shot at so she said hey you're an entertainer you do magic you sing you dance why don't you do entertaining in radio and if you don't like it then go be a cop 32 years later, I finally retired from radio. <laughs> right. That's awesome. But yeah, I'm down uh, here in uh, in Arizona. We're in Cochise County. Can I give you a tour of Cochise County real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Our most yeah. famous city is Tombstone, Arizona. So, you know, Tombstone Ooh, with the shootout at the OK Corral. We also Absolutely. have Bisbee, which is an old mining town. And it's built into the side of a mountain. Very beautiful. We've got mm-hmm. Fort Huachuca, which is the home of the Buffalo Soldier. And I'm in Sierra Vista, Arizona, which is the hummingbird capital of the United States. Wow. That, very cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I did not know any of those things. So. Yeah, there you go. That's great. So if you're ever geocaching, Cochise County is where you want to go. We're we're down south of Tucson. We're on the Mexico border and the New Mexico border. We're right in the corner. And it's a it's a oh, beautiful cool. place down here. Mm. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I, I, I've been to Tombstone. And I... I enjoyed going there and, and seeing, I mean, you want, you kind of want there to be a little bit of tourist trappy kind of thing, I guess. I mean, you expect it. You want that. 
because you're there. So, um, but there's still a lot of history, um, which is really cool. Um, the interesting thing is I'm related to the Clantons. Not a good thing to be related to. <laughs> so, so can you actually travel down there, Gary, or do you can, I can you not travel I can there because as long of that as I relationship? Don't say anything. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't. Banned from about Tombstone. That. Yeah, I don't talk about that. So, <laughs> but um, that that's really cool. You know, as we know, you know, Jesse um, was uh, his former law enforcement. So mm -hmm. uh, he can tell you that he. Um, did you enjoy your time? Yeah, I guess you did enjoy your yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely enjoy my time. And also connected, I used to live in Arizona too. So as a little baby, I don't remember it. I was a little baby, right? So I remember it from pictures. That's it. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I started in law enforcement and retired to something else. You started in something else and retired to law enforcement. So that works out pretty good. <laughs> yes, I now work for the Cochise County Sheriff's Office. I'm a public information officer there. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Great job that I never want. So yes, I'm glad you're doing it. <laughs> we appreciate the people that do it, right, Jesse? But oh, oh yeah, your, absolutely. Not your cup of tea. Uh, so something we talked about before the show, and we're going to talk about a few of your things that you've got to do um, in radio. But radio has certainly changed a lot. Uh, I used to travel and install. Uh, computers in in radio stations and it was fascinating to do but even from that point going forward everything has changed you know even more so when you you retired recently right yeah like two or three oh. months ago two or three months ago oh, yeah so congratulations yeah Thank congratulations <laughs> <laughs> so from the from the time you started to when you, you know, a few months ago, are there certain things that stand out to you that you look back on and go, I can't believe we used to do it this way. It's like old plenty. horse and buggy. Yeah. What are some things well, that stand out to Pizza you? Pizza Ninja and I were talking before we went on about cart machines. Oh, a cart man. machine was a loop tape. It looked like an eight track and oh, you would put wow. one thing on it, a commercial or a song, and you would play that, that cassette. Was it, it, that, how, that was crazy because I, I know I was telling you, when I worked at, uh, I was in radio for a little bit back in the good old 90s, and uh, I was at a top 40 station. Actually, you had like 40 carts, one for each song, and that's all you could play on that yep. side. That's and it crazy. was nuts. But yeah, for most people, you say it's like an eight track. And then for people our age or older, they go, I get that. And for anybody younger, they go, what's an eight track? <laughs> that's exactly what it is, too. And then yeah, they, they, I, I've spun some vinyl as well. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that. Right. But I, I want to ask you real quick, though, on the last question on the, the car thing. Were they, when we say A track, and for us that are older, know about it, were they that size or were they smaller? The only difference between an A track and a cart is that the, the A track has the, the wheel inside it. The cart machine had the wheel inside the cart machine. So it's exactly the oh. same as an A track. Just the okay. wheels are different. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And it would loop so, itself back up to the beginning. Oh, wow, okay. Which so was great, because then you didn't have to rewind it. Exactly. <laughs> there was no rewinding. Where were we right. going to rewind to? I guess you could start at the beginning, yeah. Right. Um, so I guess it did, did it take some 
time to learn the the skill of dropping the needle at the right time or pushing the now, pushing we did what, little... we do what was called a cue up so you you put the needle on and then you you're listening in just your headphones and do the re, 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 see so it right at the beginning and then okay. you when you're ready to talk you just say here you go here's this song you hit the thing and it fired it right up fired it up so fading it out and not keeping it going that was the problem at the end of the song, you had to undo that one. Otherwise, the next song started playing. Right, right. And, and did records sound better than Cart's Steve Grady? Yeah. Of course, here's the here's the tricky part. Remember reel-to-reel -reel machines? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we had to edit everything on reel-to-reels. Now we have computer editing. We could just click right through things. We had to like get a get a piece of razor blade, slice it, tape it back together, roll it around, see if that was a good edit, start over. Oh, yeah. So... We did it old school when we started. Dang. The I was going to say, I, I give credit to anybody who was really good at that. I was never great at splicing, you know, reel to reel with the tape myself. And I, I was really good at it. And it's a like skill I will never use again. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things you're like, I have a skill that it's like, I can juggle five balls at one time. Is it a skill I'll reuse? Well, Maybe. <laughs> Sort of like the George Costanza where he's the marine biologist. Is there a marine biologist out here? Yeah, it, ju it just means, Grady, you, know. you need to create a gadget cache where somebody needs to add it reel-to-reel tape. Oh, yeah. Your blade and put it together. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to somebody. That's cruel. <laughs> it's a good idea, though. Yeah. <laughs> Got to think about that. Uh, so the other thing that always blew my mind until I thought about it and figured it out, but... Um, People would call up and they go, "Hey, um, would you like to hear something?" Yeah, I'd like to hear. Um, I'd like to hear a song by Foreigner. Oh, okay, here we go. And it was like, how did the DJ know to play? I mean, how did he have a song ready to go? Oh, you want behind the scenes stuff? You want like to look behind the curtain, huh? Of you want course. me to give away radio's trade secrets? Yeah, That's he's right. looking for like magician secret stuff right That's here. Right. You know, I've got all that stuff. Okay, here's what happens when you make a request. Um, you're usually recorded. So they just take that recording. They go grab the foreigner cart and they right. put the cart in and they go, then they push play on your recording and they push play on the cart. And it sounded like you requested foreigner. And there it is. That was the old way of doing it. Now they just type, start typing F O R foreigner shows up, click it. And click it's, it. Oh. it's just instant. So you're, you're digitally recorded and it, you can play the song with, even if they're live, they could go, yeah, here's Foreigner, and boom, there it is. Wow. That, that kind of takes the mystery out of it, though. There's no yeah, fun in it. You're, you're asking for trade secrets, so. <laughs> I, did. No, I, mean, I like what you told us, but like DJs now, it seems like they have it quite a bit easier. They really do. Everything's computerized. Everything's digital. When I started radio, you had to actively put up the next song, whether it was a CD, a record, or a cart. You're getting the next song ready while you're talking to this, while you're answering the phones. Mm. Now... You sit in the room and you let the computer go by and you you just cool. kind of sit there. There's no like immediate work to do. The show right. show prep is what takes more than anything. And then right. doing the show, you just kind of go along with your prep and you're good to go. Yeah. So at what stage along the like evolution of music, I guess music media is what you call it, the carts that I've never heard of before we talk about it tonight. Sure. And vinyl and everything else. Do so you think this is the final product? Like we're not going to advance past this. 
or did you think that every single time? Sure. Well, it's 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 CDs seem to be the the end all be all to music, but as you know, mm-hmm. CDs are, who has a CD anymore or even a CD right. player? So it's mm-hmm. all digital, and I think that's where it's going to land. Right. Yeah. But uh, tell the truth. Right. Did you think vinyl was the last or cards were the last at the time? No, because uh, here in my little corner of Arizona, we weren't like the high tech, you know, we weren't Phoenix or Tucson. So we were always five years behind the technology anyway. (laughs) So as we saw it coming, we're like, oh, that's what's next. We'll have that in five years. So you were getting to see the future even then. So that's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Owen from KC says if there's, if he's got a torn analog. uh, Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Putting it together like real to reels. Yeah. Okay. That's I'll a good handle idea. the tornado log. See, you can use your skill. Good yeah. one, Owen. Okay. Okay. Splice together uh, a log and sign it. Right. <laughs> Here's little shreds. You got to splice it back together and put your signature at the bottom. Maybe even better. You could slice it, put a new piece in there, sign your name FTF, and then put all the other signatures back on it. Oh man, saying, it, that might it, hurt somebody's it, feelings, but it, it, it would be like the perpetual like FTF giving machine. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Good idea. So, Electric Waterboy asks about collars. Oh. Um, okay. Here's what happens when you, when you say collar number five. What they do is the phone is then off the hook and busy. So when you call, you get a busy signal, and you go. That'll be caller number five, and you answer there. The reason you do that is because you don't want to answer the phone and tell four people they're a loser. Right. <laughs> right. Now, I actually, it, at a, uh, I was in summer, summer school and college, and I called our local college station uh, when they had a, they were giving away a lover boy. CD, uh, yeah. Everybody's working for the weekend. We're all singing it. Lover Boys. I think it was like, yeah, could have been a cartridge. I don't. I don't don't think it was a cassette. Might have been a cassette. That's how old. That's how old I am. But they didn't do that, Grady. They did this caller number three, and guess what? I called three times in a row, and the guy at the end sounded so defeated. He's like, (laughs) nobody listening to my show. This is one, this one freshman Yahoo is calling up three another times. Another reason to do it right, the way I did, right it's there. Right. Another reason. So, 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 Gary, what you're telling us is, if we really need something from you, we should tell you we'll give you a lover boy cassette. <laughs> if you're calling all the motivation you need. I walked over the radio station. I got my cassette, man. I won. <laughs> I won to win. I would get my prize. So. Well, uh, and how many people on here actually saw Loverboy in concert? We're looking no. at the oh, wow. oh, oh, just me. I, I thought it would be all of us. Okay. Yeah, it was just you. Nope, it was just you. No, no, you were the only one who raised your hand. So yeah, no. I did win concert tickets off the radio station one time, and did I think really think hard of what concert it was, and I cannot remember now. Country or rock or no. you remember? If I knew that, I'd know. It was so long ago, I don't remember, but. I know I had to drive all the way down to the radio station to pick them up, like, you know. And yeah, yeah I don't even know how I won it. I just called in and won it, but I cannot remember what that's that's getting old, I guess. But whatever. what's kind of cool is uh, whenever I go to concerts, I would be backstage or announcing the act coming on. So now when I go to a concert and I'm in the audience, I'm like, oh, is this what that's huh. like? <laughs> that's good. Uh, chronically tired mom 
Gosh, she, she keeps changing her name. She's now geocaching is fun today with chronically tired mom. I mean, can you make it any longer, Lenisa? I don't, I don't understand. She'll add a couple more words on it next year. Each year, she's going to add a word to it. Add more word to it. She's going to be taking up the whole nanolog soon with all of she those. She will. Disorders. You can't word. Does she change it? To, does she just put G-I-F-T-W-C-T-M? I don't know. Um, she misses the days of calling in the radio station to request your favorite songs. Yeah. yeah. And nowadays, what's really sad is that when you do request a song, all the playlists are already pre-made. I'm really like telling stories now. Uh, the radio is going to come after me, the radio mafia. But everything's radio. pre-made, so your your song probably won't get on unless you have a live DJ there. And most everybody is pre-recorded now, so so oh, wow. it's even just calling and requesting your song doesn't really happen anymore. Sad thing. Um, so, now yeah. um, I want to ask too. He wishes that the DJ would not. Uh, oh yes comment uh, i used to get this all the time people would actually call me and go hey i'm trying to record this new song can you not talk over the intro they would ask for that <laughs> and what the reason that, that djs talk over the intro is because when there's a new song and it's popular those are the ones that they're going to talk over because it needs an introduction when you're listening to your uh, old favorites you'll never hear them right. say that's an old song from 10 years ago they're always talking about the new song the new song the new song so that's why uh, they talk over your intro and i know it's irritating when you're trying to record it <laughs> i get it speaking of recording uh uh pull the pull the curtain way back i don't know john you're well you're pretty old too i don't know Ouch. Um, it's an old question. Oh man. oh man, I got I just got called out for being old. old. <laughs> You're not that old. That was old. Oh, okay, okay, okay. God bless so, you. Gary. So now you Pizza got two insults. Not only you're old, you're not as old as me. <laughs> no, right. uh when I was a kid, literally I did have the radio on and I had a cassette recorder next to the radio to record like we're talking about. But what's interesting was is I would try to stay awake long enough for i think it was midnight on saturday i think dr demento oh wow yeah oh, yeah come yeah. on and one of the favorite things that i love to record on dr dr demento was weird al yankovic now that's the setup <laughs> grady you got to interview dr Doctor, you got to interview Weird Al, right? I correct? did, yes. I interviewed Weird Al. Um, Tell I've interviewed us about that. several celebrities. Whenever they do, um, whenever they have a new album coming out or a book or right. uh, a new movie coming out, they get with radio companies that actually will get them on the radio across the United States. So when, when we get an email saying, hey, this celebrity would like to do a, an interview, you get to bid for the time mm -hmm. and see if you could get in there so when weird al came up he was just starting his digital records when he stopped making cd albums anymore he's just going digital and he was right. promoting his um new songs and stuff so i was like yes please weird al because i love eat it and fat so i got oh, to yeah. interview weird al yankovic and uh he was he was hilarious he's he's just like he is in person he's he's not fake he's down to earth and he was a real fun interview that's awesome. You know, that's the thing I've, I've heard uh, as I've talked to a few people who who've either have interactions with famous people or like you said, like you're doing, they have um, interviews with folks. And I always kind of try to ask them, like, 
so what were they, what were they really like you know it's, <laughs> I, it's always fun to hear because um you hope that they're good folk but they're not always so uh, one of our favorite um interviews or interview or shows that we did one of jesse's favorite too is with uh, action trinity she's a geocacher wrestler stunt woman and um she was a stunt woman for jennifer lopez cool and we were we were at um the texas challenge mega and uh we were having breakfast uh, and i asked her i go oh wow is it what was it like to you know what, what was she like and it's like she was she had no interest in talking to anybody oh, she no. was just as cold and you know she's like and i was trying to you know and she's like doing stunts for jennifer lopez and it's like i can't believe that she wouldn't at least like you know she's like she barely acknowledged that i even existed it's like oh that's sad and then i hear about like people like keanu reeves who's like you know the a glorious you know interview so um i guess i shouldn't ask you about some other folks that but i'm gonna ask you about other folks i've got one in the hopefully, chamber i'm ready hopefully hopefully <laughs> you where you're going. That, yeah hopefully these people i'm gonna mention were good interviews now everybody has a bad day so i understand that right so I'll start with the one that I actually got to listen to um, probably the, I listened to the whole interview because I happened to find it, which was, was with Jermaine Jackson of the Jackson five. So, and I pulled a little bit for our little snippet thing. So um, what was it like interviewing one of the, one of the family? Uh, Jermaine Jackson was so uh personable he was so neat I, I got to interview him and tito and jermaine oh, jackson cool. um was so nice as you heard he made me an honorary member of the jackson family which i thought was, yeah. was really fun if you oh, listen to that little snippet at the beginning of the show oh, cool. but yeah, yeah, he, played at the end too. yeah he talked about um you know what it was like to grow up in the jackson five he talked about his brother michael who had recently passed um right. he talked about his current career and his music because he of course does his own thing and yeah. so yeah talking to someone like that i mean he's an icon from the Jackson mm. Five. I mean, that's oh, that's yeah. pretty incredible. So he's he is one of my favorite interviews. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I've we've we've been fortunate. Jesse and I have been fortunate to have had uh, a few uh, brushes with with celebrity on typically on our podcast of Hope, which is what we do once a year. We raise money for St. Jude, and we've had. Uh, we had uh, Jim O'Hare from uh, Parks and Rec who just called us from his from his car and immediately we, we immediately put him in to the show. And I this is the thing you don't want to do, which is what I did, which was I'd given him I had emailed back and forth with him a little bit. And I said, hey, the show's going to be on a game of the time and all that. I said, if you and I even set this up, I said, if you can call well, you know, and for a couple minutes, we just want to talk to you, you know, and he goes, sure, you know, my email, he goes, yeah, thanks. And I was like, he's not calling. I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't have to have any prep. I don't, I don't, I don't have any questions prepared. I got nothing. 
And all of a sudden he calls out of the blue and it's like, oh my gosh, I got to And so I kind of him hung around, but I think I asked a decent question and it turned out that he ran with it, thankfully. Yeah. And I was like, save my bacon, man. He, he took the question that I kind of cobbled together and he took it and ran with it. But it's always interesting. I mean, for most of the interviews you've done, you were, you were fortunately were able to like do some prep. Sure. And I was mostly fans of them because I got to choose. So for example, yeah. Olivia Newton-John, she was so nice oh, and man. amazing. Love Patrick it. Warburton, cool. who is uh, the voice of Kronk and yes. Joe on the family guy. Love his interview. Yeah. Um, I saw that mm-hmm. someone put up uh, in the chat that what's my least favorite. I have one of those too. Um, oh, if you can oh, find that one okay. and pull it up. It was, yeah. um, um, uh, and her name, just, oh, Suzanne Summers, who played oh. Christy on Three's Company. Yeah, she oh, yeah. was. Um, she's, yeah. I, I was like, yes, I want to interview her. She had her new exercise book coming out. So the handler came on and goes, okay, great. Yeah. You've got five minutes. Here's Suzanne. And I'm like, oh, Suzanne. Okay, cool. Perfect. Well, let's start the recording and tell me about your book. And she just started. And didn't pause. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, no, so I sat back. I'm like, well, do I interrupt and ask a question? Or she right. just was she rambled. Was she just like reading a script? Like, like I don't know, but she just rambled. And then finally the handler oh. came on and said, okay, we got to go to the next radio station. And I was like, end recording? I was like, <laughs> what yeah. was that? <laughs> so Suzanne said, yeah. I got to talk to her, but not ask her any Sort questions. of. Yeah. yeah. But you got to interview, and um, I know we probably have others that are listening and are in the chat room, but I grew up a big Star Trek fan. Yes. I was a huge, I, every morning, or not every morning, every afternoon, after school, <laughs> yes, every, uh, live long and prosper, I would watch the, the original series, and I tell you, I must have watched, as a kid, I watched all of them over and over, I had I had a phaser. I had the shirt. I went to a Star Trek convention. I oh. convinced my sister-in-law to, to I had to dress, you know, I'm sure she's like, great, I got to go to a Star Trek convention. But she wasn't kind enough to drag the little boy down to the Star Trek convention and had a great time. So tell me well, about. We need to see these pictures, by the way, Gary. Yeah, yes. they have to exist somewhere. Okay. For sure. Just send them to me. I'll post them on our Instagram and Facebook, you know, to share them. With I should have brought my phaser out of my room. <laughs> yeah. Phaser there you right go. here. Man. Oh, man. And I haven't opened it because it's still in, it's still sealed. So I got to keep it. Wow. That is so cool. I start my, my, this is the small phaser, not the, not the handheld. Yeah. The, I've got a whole yeah. room full of that stuff. <laughs> This is the type. Is it opened or is it like Gary's got his still wrapped in the package? No, it's it's sealed, man. It is sealed. Oh, man. Don't, don't open it, Gary. Don't open yeah, it. Yeah, there's never it. a toy that I bought that I kept in the package for more than two <laughs> I know me either. Every single thing. Oh yes. man, but if you, you knew no if you know like knew then what you know. I mean, if you know now I still played with it. Oh, man, I, so look, employees, I wouldn't okay. care. I've been like, I don't care about future money. I want my toy right now. <laughs> It, you're, like, yeah, you're like screw oh, future justin what he can make off yeah of yeah he can buy his own toys <laughs> that's right that's why, why i always say you buy two, two. Ah, that's right so we didn't get to buy two when i was little it didn't work out that way <laughs> so so take a moment and tell some folks about tell all of us about uh any people from star trek that you got to interview 
There's a lot. Okay, so um, we'll start with uh, cool. since chronically tired mom had a crush on Captain Kirk. We'll start there. Oh, um, William but Shatner. yeah, so William Shatner, he was in um, he was in our area filming a movie. It's called Groom Lake, and he was looking for spots. So I went on the radio and I said, "Hey, I hear William Shatner's around. William Shatner's around." So everywhere he went looking for um, his movie locations, people were going, "Yeah, I heard Grady Butler talking about you on the radio." So he kept going, well, who's this Grady Butler? So he sent the producer down to find me, and I ended up being their casting person. Like, hey, if you want to be in the movie, they need 50 people in Bisbee. They need, uh, you know, 10 people to dress like this and be over here. And so I'm in the movie in, in one of the scenes. I have a credit in the movie, and then I got cool. to hang out with William Shatner for an entire week and then oh, went to the after party of Groom Lake. Um, and so yeah, I got to hang out with William Shatner for an entire week. That's, that's probably the most epic. So I started with the most epic, that is so but on the, on the phones, I've interviewed Jonathan Frakes who played commander Riker, George yep. Takei who played Sulu. Yep. Um, I've interviewed oh, so many of them, uh, Scotty, um, oh, going next Montgomery generation. Scott. Yep. And then of course I'd go to Star Trek conventions. So I have my picture with, um, just about everybody in all the shows. So I've met that. That's more fanboy than it is, right? Yes, that is fanboy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The interviews are always fun. And uh, since we mentioned Riker, let me tell you, I interviewed him twice and he's my Mm -hmm. favorite. So when I interviewed him the first time, it went great. I didn't geek out on him. The second time I interviewed him, I fanboyed out and it spiraled and I've never listened to that interview again. (laughs) (laughs) It ended with him going, "Uh, yeah, um, I've got to (laughs) go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i geeked out on that when it was bad it was bad oh man! Oh my gosh yes you you never want to be you never want to do that where you're like do you remember the time that you were like <laughs> on this on the bridge and you said this <laughs> yeah that yeah. was cool robert picardo who played the doctor on voyager he was he was always he was a great interview too oh yeah that would be a, that he that would be a very cool one or Denise Crosby, I think that would be an interesting. Interview. I fanboyed her. I met her at a convention. I didn't. Did you? Cool. All right. <laughs> I always think about these like, you know, um, yeah. Okay, blast your eye. Will Wheaton has geocache, but he doesn't really geocache. He just, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So if you had any, yeah. So, um, and Will showed up again recently. Um, I saw him on something where he was being, he was like interacting with all the, with Shatner. He has his own YouTube show. Yeah. And he, yeah. He, interviews them. Yeah, he interviews all the, every week he talks to like the new Star Trek people. And yeah. Right. It's, he does it's a cool. role playing. Yeah. He does a, um, which I, I, I appreciate that he does. He does the, uh, I, I, periodically I'll get, I'll get to watch those, the role playing. He's done a little uh, audiobook narrative or reading as well. Oh, does he really? Wow. Yeah, he's done a few of those. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Tom says one of the Texas reviewers cashed with Will Wheaton. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We tried. I tried once to get, um, try to get him. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's different than when you're at a radio station the cool thing about, well, there's many cool things, but one of the cool things like you were talking about was um, that he, that sort of, they come to you because they're like, Hey, I want to be on the radio because we're, we're promoting, 
your producers call you up and go hey we want to have so-and-so on yeah you know famous we have, we have a famous star here we want them on because you know they got their angle they want you know and you're like sure because it's promotion yeah it, yeah mm -hmm. it works for but it worked for both because if word cuts word gets out that you're going to have so-and-so on the radio then it's like okay well then they're 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 jumping on that so it's kind of like it works um mm -hmm. i do i wouldn't say the opposite but i'm like and i know uh pulling back the curtain is is um all year long i'm usually working on getting really good guests for our podcast of hope and so um i work as many angles as i can to get uh to people on and uh you know i tell them like hey if you're promoting anything right now you know, you know we'll, we'll we can we can promote it on the show and all that so that's a good way to do it yeah so uh so we want to switch now i guess over switch over to geocaching questions but before we do um is there anything uh chat room is there anything you you still want to would like to ask grady about the world of radio um i do know one of the things that um, I always was interested in it's like, we, and again, we'll, we're going to switch over and talk about some geocaching things too. But one of the things on our, the, the sports station is they do a lot of drops. So, or they call them drops, but they're like little snippets of audio. And I'm always like, how in the world do they, I mean, nowadays it's all computerized, I'm sure obviously, but the board op is always like, or seems to be almost like he's reading, you know, he's like reading the mind of, or he's got to have, is, the, is there like a board with like, um, cause like he's special always effects. Like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. It's almost like special effects, but they're like Jerry Jones saying actually, or whatever the, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And so, as the sports guys are talking, he'll drop in these little drops. And so I'm thinking, how does he know, how does he, does he have to type in like the first few seconds of it? And then that's one way. Another way they do it is uh, with something called sectones. So if they're looking okay. for a specific thing, like if they're ready to fire a commercial, they don't, not every radio station is waiting for that button to be pushed right. at the same time. They send a sectone which lets all the radio stations know here it's time for commercials. So that's oh. where commercials or liners or IDs would go. Now, okay. as far as the producer of the show, when you're talking sports, there's a guy that's sitting there that his whole job is to find the next thing. So if they start talking about um, the Arizona Diamondbacks home runs uh, in 1998, then this right. guy's looking for it and he pulls up the sounds right. for it. So a producer oh, okay. would do that. Right. Producer or the board op? Uh, producer, either. yeah, and depending on how big the operation is. For something like the Arizona Diamondbacks, they probably have both. Okay. Yeah, because th there'll be times when I'm listening and they'll be like, because um, they do a section, um, it, it's sort of sports plus, it's sports and then some. So they do like a section about music. And so if they're talking about, you know, whatever, and they'll actually ask like, oh, uh, pull up a meatloaf song, play, play, play a meatloaf song. And it's like, the, the board op doesn't know this is coming, so he's got to sort of scramble. Or he does. And obviously, this could all be yeah. pre-planned pre too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Oh, like it yeah, sounds like it's off the cuff. Yeah. Wait, oh, you're saying Lord. that some of this might not be real? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> oh, you're ruining it. Ruining, you're ruining, ruining my radio morning. for me. Yep, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right, cool. So um, let's let's change gears a little bit. So you are uh, Geo Turtles with a plural. Yes, there's two uh, of us. Yes. Oh, so how did how how did you come up with that name? I think that's what Gary was going to ask. Yeah. Okay. So and, um, and I psychically stole that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you read minds. Well, here's the answer. There you go. Um, so my daughter and my wife started uh, geocaching. I wasn't interested. I was like, eh, whatever you guys are doing. So they became the geo turtles. My wife loves turtles, as you can see in, see in the background there. Uh, right. That was our three thousandth fine. Uh, that my friend Ethan made, um, but she loved turtles. So geo turtles sounded like the natural name. So then my daughter started to not like it. And I'm like, well, let me try it. And we've been doing it ever since. So something that me and my wife do, uh, the kids have all moved out. So it's something we can go do together and we can go to, uh, oh, a turtle. We can I, go, uh, on Jamaican turtle. And I've got a little turtle too. I'm a, I'm a big turtle go. fan too. We're the land right. turtles. We're, we're not the sea turtles. Right, right. <laughs> There's a difference. So being in Arizona, there. it would be a tortoise, actually. That's right. Um, yeah, Ooh. yeah. So um, that's how the name came. Was Geo Turtles? My my wife loves turtles, and so she she named us, and I I love it. It's a perfect name for us. That's really cool. Um, so you, uh, and many people do what I guess we all I think all of us do this is we have. Um, significant others that geocache with us and we use the same name. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not, not always, um, not always the way people do things. I know, um, Jesse, you, did you say recently that your daughters are starting to grab their own accounts or? No, they, we still all have the family account, which we've always used, but each other person, actually, I'm the only one that doesn't have his own account. So each other person has their own account. Like if they want, if we get into a new state or new country, they'll go in every once in a while and just log that one. They don't log it just so that shows different countries and stuff like that. But they, they all technically have their own accounts, but we just cash as a family. Have We always have. So since they were, they were little and my oldest is already 23. So she's, she's kind of off on her own now, but um, we just, yeah, we just use that same name and that's been our family thing for however many years it's been now, 10, 11, 12 years or something. That's great. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you and Jody use the same account, or does she have her own account, John? No, no, we, we share the same. We She's talked about maybe creating a second account, but she just goes, man, if I create, she goes, if I create a second account, how many hundreds or thousands of geocaches would she then have to like re log to catch up? <laughs> you know, so she's thought of like a million awesome names. Um, of which I will not say because if I do, I'm sure somebody will steal one of those and just in case Jody wants to do it. But yeah, we, we long story short, we use the same name for now. Yeah. So the pizza uh, ninja conceals our numbers. <laughs> slices. Yeah. Different slices. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> different slices of pizza. Uh, yeah. She mentioned, Lynette mentioned, she says we're cash on one account. He drives and I navigate. Yep. It's a great oh, teamwork. Well, yeah. I you navigate. Uh, yeah, different people have mentioned. And uh, 
Darwolf, okay, you're you're late on your question, Darwolf, and you were a winner earlier, so I don't. Uh, and, <laughs> but he did ask this. He wanted to go. I'm gonna go back a minute, Grady. So oh, Dave Pratt. I don't know him personally, but I'm very aware of Dave Pratt. So yeah, okay, that's cool. So yeah, he's, he used to listen big to here. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, so there you go, Darwolf. You're late, but that's okay. Um, but but he's so, a winner. Well, yeah, he won earlier, but he has to go down to the the, the station to pick up his prize. Yeah, I, I think him, Bob, Billy, and I need to go together. So we got to plan a road trip sure. to get down there. The plush signal, yeah, with the cash so I, in it. So I think I get the rental car. I get like ten pizzas. I pick up Direwolf, and then we we swing by. We pick up Bob, Billy, and just you know, all nighter we're yeah. there. You deliver. Yeah. That's right. Um, so you originally were kind of like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. But I just wasn't interested when they started. You, yeah. Yeah. Right. But you got interested. Obviously. I did. Yes. Well, actually, I got it. interested because it's something we could do together. And that's yeah. so special. You know, it's that's what's really cool about geocaching. That's something I know, Jesse, that's that's really in Jesse's wheelhouse because um, and I've mentioned it to him and I'm now you you just you know, you've said it to me even, but I'm like, oh, my gosh, I found this photo of of all all four of y'all. Look how young the girls look. It's like, yeah, that's it's funny to see it over time. And I don't know if y'all loaded a lot of photos up when your daughter and your wife started, but it's. If you haven't, it's really neat to go back and look. I mean, it's like a digital photo album from with I don't we didn't even say when did you actually start? When did they start? And then when did you start? 2015, and I I was pretty same in that year, so it was pretty okay, quick. Okay, okay. But they didn't do photos. Um, that's something mm -hmm. I've started doing now. Um, but they they didn't know what in the world they were doing. So you know, when mm -hmm. you start, you have no clue what you're doing. So that's right. where they were at, and just kind of wandering around the town trying to figure it out. So it was mainly yeah. like a thing that you and your wife to do together. Was it, was there also some caches that kind of got you interested or just having that hobby together and you just, now you've stuck with it for a while now? Well, when they first started, they were things like, um, we call them uh, rock caches here in Arizona. It's, it's always a pill bottle under a pile of rocks. And I was just <laughs> like, what is this? But then I started finding some creative ones and I was like, oh, then I wanted to make creative ones. And then, so, right. you know, it just kind of snowballed from there. Once you find the, the, the creative one that really gets your, your, your love of geocache going, that's when you kind of go, Oh, I get this. It's, mm -hmm. but you have to, it doesn't always happen in your first 10, 20, or even 50 finds. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, especially back then you're, I mean, at least when we first started, you're printing out seven pieces of paper and you're like all right we're gonna try to do seven today if we're lucky yeah we're gonna do seven so you know back in the day you're like and we were you know the old gps and we 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 were like walk this direction to get to the north and then turn 80 degree uh, 90 degrees and walk to the that's like so, splicing yeah. a reel-to-reel -reel tape, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just gonna say like you've seen it in geocaching yep. and in radio you've seen how it just it evolves with technology. It does, absolutely. absolutely. So much better now. Um. So, in those years, I know you mentioned about the, 
you know, finding better containers or cooler containers as time went on. What are some of the uh, things that you remember as far as like places uh, that you were able to geocache and it stand out in your mind? Well, uh, what I, one thing I love about geocaching is if there's something cool, like an abandoned bridge or, uh, you know, right. some Western ruins, people put a geocache there to take you there. So you get to go see yeah. some mm -hmm. really interesting places. But as far as specific caches, um, there was one, we were at this tree and there was nothing around but this tree. And finally on the mm -hmm. back of it, I saw this like pipe bolted on and I'm like, okay, what is this? Started, you know, trying to figure that out. And then I realized, wait a minute, let me look in the end of the pipe. And it was a site with a crosshairs on a oh, fence yeah. post oh, that cool. was, That's you know, a awesome. hundred yards away. And I was like, am I supposed Dang. to go there? So I walk over to there and that's where the geocache was. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's, awesome. that's cool. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. That awesome. <laughs> so that kind of stuff is what I think when you're not only ingenious with the, the geocache itself, but the placement or how to find it, that's what makes geocaching so amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Well, especially in those early ones where something like that is like mind blowing, you know, where you're just oh, like, yeah. oh my God, that is so cool. Well, it's the, it's the typical thing in geocaching, right? It's, it's amazing the first time you see it. It's less amazing the hundredth time you've seen it, but <laughs> you still think like there was a first time you saw a fake bolt or a fake piece of chewing gum uh, you know, that the sighted thing or whatever. And, and you're like, who, like, how do you come up with this stuff? Like the person that came up with that one, if they didn't copy it from somebody else, like what made them think of that? And that's, you can really appreciate that early on years or even now, right. Coming up with something brand new now, 20 something years later, I, I still find that impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. And people are creative. Oh Good. yeah. Yeah. The, we, we talk about a lot of times on the show about, either unique you know or both unique containers or unique locations like you mm -hmm. said um uh, sometimes uh the non-unique container gets a pass because of where where we went you know oh yeah uh yeah. so you'd like them to be both but it doesn't always work that way uh sometimes sometimes it's the location yeah, yeah. um Arizona Faye's asking about what your favorite favorite find. So it's kind of do you have an all time favorite find? This is the hardest question we always ask everybody. I do, and it's um, uh, but I don't want to give it away. So no GC codes. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you, it was in Phoenix. In Phoenix, they have this big waterway that goes through Phoenix. It's just like an aqueduct. It's it's just this big waterway. And so around it are parks and, um, you know, places where you can ride your bike and run and walk or whatever. Well, then we were near one of those and the geocache had us going into this bushel of trees. And in there is a pipe just sticking out of the ground, probably about five feet tall. Okay. And then just behind it is a bucket and a little container. So I pull out the bucket and it's got a big long rope on it, but it's got a hole in it. So I'm like, what in the world is this? Then I pull out the little container and there's two corks in it. So I'm like, oh, stick a cork in the bucket, go to the waterway, scoop up some water, pour it in the pipe, and the water goes rushing out the bottom of the pipe. Oh. <laughs> Second cork. Do it again. Uh, go, go. Thing floats to the top. I grab it and sign it. I was like, that was amazing. That is my favorite nice. of all time. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good one. Uh, and, and just so simple, one. but so creative at the same time. 
Yes. Thanks, Arizona Faye. Yeah. Um, are there are there certain ones that you tend? Oh. Wait, I was gonna say, uh, Gary, are you there? Did Gary freeze on us? I'm here. I think he did. Either that or he's holding really, really still. Yeah, it almost, almost looked like he was giving poker face there for a second. Yeah, he was he was thinking deeply about his next question. Is what it was. That's right. Uh, somehow, yeah, I'm. I've got my. I got connected directly to my router. I don't know why I'm being mine's slow tonight. But anyway, um, are there certain types of caches that either your wife gravitates toward, or you gravitate toward, or are those the same type? Um, we, we like, um, to urban cash is, is fine, but that's kind of boring for us where you're just going to get the nano on a stop sign. Um, so we, we look for ones with favorites. Um, we, whenever we go to a new area, uh, I saw that geo tiger asked if we go out of country, wherever we are. Yes. I, I like to go out of country too, but when we do that, we look for the favorites and we look for the highest favorites. So whatever the most in a, in a little town or a big town, you know, search by 25 favorites are up and that's the ones we go for. So it's not necessarily about numbers. Sometimes it is, but we like right. the favorite caches because mm -hmm. other geocaches are letting us know this one's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all kind of do very similar uh, planning. We'll plan or we plan around, at least I, I know I, uh, I'll tend to, and I know Jesse, you do that too. And I know John, uh, you're like, if you're going to a, a new spot, you're like, okay, well, what are the favorite ones? And I'll work from that. Um, now, this is Turbo. It's our planner. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> no, that's smart. You know, <clears throat> although uh, one thing that I, I'll also do, though, is I kind of look for, if I see some that have favorite points, but it's like, I look at the dates. So, like, if it's a brand new cache and it's already got five favorite points, like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. It's only been out a month. You know, it's got point. five different yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to look at it too. Well, is there oh, yeah. something going? Is there something going on here that I need to be aware of? You know, so that's that's, a that's really cool. Good. That's a good way to look for them too. We've been exploring our new state. We've been here about a year, and we go to a new town or a new county. That first thing we do is sort everything by favorite points, and you know, especially in the the ones that are away from town. If it's a smaller town. I mean, if you're going to a little small town, you don't even know the name of. And it has one in town that's got like 87 favorite points. You're like, obviously, I'm going to stop here. There's no way I'm not stopping you to see what's. To. It's only got like 12 caches in the town, and one of them's got 87. You're like, okay, we got to see what's going on. And you find the neatest, the neatest things that you would never ever find. You know, you just can't. There's nowhere to give you all the neat places around, and that's how you find those random neat places all the time like that. Yeah. The favorite one I've ever placed, uh, we just put out two months ago, and it's a library cache where you oh, go to the first point, cool. it's a multi-cache, you go to the first right. point and it gives you the um, Dewey Decimal number of a book in the library. And we, in right. conjunction with the Sierra Vista Library, it's Doctor Who themed. So it's nice. got time, tra it's time travel cool. theme. It's a book that hasn't been written yet. And when cool. you go find this book, it's actually got my picture on the back <laughs> saying I wrote it, but it's blank. Nice. So to send oh, a message cool. to the doctor, you got to sign the log, and that gives right. you. He'll let you know that he's got his signal by giving you a smiley on your map. 
That's oh, cool. yeah. That's awesome. Replaced. Yeah. If I could yeah. give a favorite point without finding a cache, I would already <laughs> give right. a favorite point. Oh, right thanks, guys. Yeah, that's that's yeah, my yeah, favorite. That's awesome. You you mentioned earlier that you like hiding caches. Have you ever hidden one that was radio themed, or do you plan on doing that? Um, I've got one right out front of the radio station, but that one's Star Wars themed. It's called the Kessel Run. That my friend Ethan um, actually made a, a gadget cache for me, and we put that right out there. But no, I haven't made a radio. radio I need to do something there, don't I? I've, I've heard of some out there like that, too. There's one, I can't remember where, um, but he has like just an FM transmitter or AM transmitter in front of his house, and it's like a radio message, and you pull into the yeah. neighborhood turn to AM, whatever, 1810 or something, and it'll give you the clue to the next stage. I don't know where that was. I've heard about it before. You know, I think Motorima has one like that. I yeah, think. but well, so there is plenty of radio-themed caches out there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Uh, K-Blast is in our chat room. I thought his. I thought he had one. I know there's one up by your brother, I think, too, Jesse, uh, up in Ohio. Ohio? Yeah, there, there's one similar up there. It's, it's there's a little bit different than that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea. It's similar to, and I think it's the same technology and Gray, you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, if you ever go to uh, during Christmas time, if you go yeah. around, um, there are people who are playing Christmas music in front of their house. He's like, it tells you turn to FM 101.1 or whatever. That's and a one watt transmitter. Yeah. Right. Sometimes yeah. you can even nowadays you can do it with Bluetooth and transmit oh, it wow. to a radio signal. So mm -hmm. okay. Oh yeah. And I, I think Taiba has it. It's uh oh. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Wolfman sorry. Jack on Long Island. Party. That was the one. Wolfman Jack. Yep. At Wolfman Jack. Oh, that's even better. That's, that's really good. That's really a good. Um, that's a really cool cache. Uh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's all talking about okay. the realtors have one as well. That's oh, just yeah. Yeah. that's asking to be a geocache though, multi-cache. You know, kind of radio out front. Challenge accepted. That's gonna be happening pretty soon here. I like I'm it. Doing oh, that awesome. <laughs> I mean you can make you could record a good one too. I mean, because obviously you're a pro, so you know, it wouldn't be like one of us trying to be the radio. You could have a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Welcome it to may even radio. take people a minute to, to realize it's not actually radio. Like they would right. immediately know it's not radio. They'd be listening to it for a minute. Well, yeah, here with in this area with my voice, it probably I've been on the radio here thirty years, so <laughs> I would probably go, "Where is that coming from?" Yeah, <laughs> but I'm Crazy doing that. Time? That's going to happen. Yeah, I, I'll let I'll keep you guys apprised. Yes, let us know for sure. <laughs> That'll get favorite idea. points. That, yeah, that's yeah. Instant... Oh yeah, that's a magnet. <laughs> that's awesome. Instant favorite point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the time okay. So, oh, he says, Dar or K Blast saying, I think you need to do a puzzle cache that just gives the radio letters in a, in a time you're R on the radio, then make sure at that time you're always you always say the chords. Yeah, okay, you can get creative with that for sure. I yeah. don't know if they would allow that one with that. Well, that would get past the 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 volunteer geo placers. Um, it depends on how so. It has to be open to the general public, right? And and reasonably uh, able to be obtained. So if you had like one hour, they're not going to let that pass. But if it was like eight hours a day that it's playing, they would they would let that through because just like a park is open eight hours a day or something. 
So just you couldn't every, do every that. hour this on the radio, on the radio hour at midnight every night. They're not. Yeah, they're, that's not bad. Here's the coordinates for a geocache in Sierra Vista. Just play it and let that play for. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. And now, yeah, uh, that's another now. great idea. I'd have to do now. <laughs> yeah. You have a whole series. I mean, you could do two or three different ones that start at your house because it's it's virtual stages. So there's yeah. nothing to overlap. That's true. Stage one. Yeah. yeah. Virtual. Yep. I, I did one where they. Yeah, I had one similar or not similar to that, but it was you would um, is back when you could do. I don't know if you still can. You guys can correct me, but um, you call you call, but it's you're you're playing a uh, wave file, and the wave file is somebody who sounds like they're on the radio, and they're telling basically there's a it's a puzzle. Um, Tom did it when he was up this way, but, um, I talk about, um, so-and-so's, so-and-so's, um, um, cows, these seven cows were, the UFOs came and got these seven cows and seven's part of the, that you need, you need that, you need those numbers. And I, I tell you in a certain order, and then I give like, uh, high school football scores, and the high school football scores are in order of, so you're like, oh, I need a three. And then, I, you know, so it's like, if you just listen to it, the, the letter is in order, but they're sort of mished into the, into the text. Are you saying Gary doing like a Google voice type of thing? Like where yeah, they just call it was a number Google, and then they yeah. get it. Yeah. And is that Google a voice cache, a puzzle cache? What would that be? Uh, you can do <sighs> Google voice. I did one that was a puzzle cache myself. Okay. Yeah. Mine was a puzzle too. Yeah. You could yeah. do it as, it could even be part of a multi. It could be. Because you can have yeah. stages and you can have information. Yeah, you could do it as well, two or three different types. Yeah, you could do it as a cool multi, especially if you put up a sign or a poster somewhere with the phone number and somebody had to go to the site and then, you know, call. I mean, that would be a pretty cool multi. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. There's lots of possibilities there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. They don't. They don't care if you're transmitting right feet. Pirate radio. But yeah. But you're not like you said, the the ones you get, I think you were mentioning Grady, is the ones you get in you know at Lowe's that has the little transmitter that you're gonna do Christmas music, whatever. Those are mm -hmm. like you says one watt. Nobody nobody right. cares about that. Yeah. Um yeah, very cool. Um, well we're starting to get toward the end. Um so if you have any more questions, uh, chat room, please uh, get those questions in uh, shortly. Uh, hey, I, I want to throw something in about um, yeah. drop, drop caches. Oh. I once went to a, uh, a geocache and it had high favorites. And when I got there, okay. it was a pill bottle. Okay. And so I was like, well, why is, did, did it break? Is someone just replaced it? And this pill bottle had a hundred signatures on it. So I started oh, looking wow. around for an additional geocache and it was a, a below a, a billboard sign and there was, you know, power boxes and stuff, but there was a little mm -hmm. octagon thing that when you turned it, it opened up this octagon and a geocache was inside and it was still there. Oh, wow. But because this pill bottle was there, people missed oh. out on that oh. geocache. Oh, no. Dang. So just because you can't find oh, it. Don't do a throw down or a drop cash and because you're going to yeah. rob everybody else. If you can't find it, move along, DNF it, whatever. If it's broken or something, sure, help fix it. 
But if you just can't find it, don't put a drop cash. Uh, that's that's PSA for the day. That's a good yeah, PSA. Now, good PSA. I usually take two containers and throw two down. I figure oh, that's extra. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're it's getting like, better, Jesse. Didn't you used to have like a duffel bag that you would just yeah, like, throw just out? drop like twenty of them right out there, <laughs> fling them out, let yeah. them let somebody else figure it out. Wasn't you know, that your multi-cash where for... people had to find those in order? Yeah. Like, Grady's advocating for no throwdowns. I'm going to advocate for many throwdowns. Throw oh, them in every cash now. If you <laughs> didn't sign the right one, that's your fault. Shame on you. <laughs> not oh, do that. Right. Don't, don't yeah, do I, that. I, I've been there, though, where I've signed a throwdown. I didn't know it was a throwdown. And somebody yeah. was like, that was the coolest cash. And I go, what do you mean? That pill bottle on the guardrail? And they yeah. go, no, you, you found the throwdown. You need to go back there and, and find the real one. Uh, you know, it would be funny, too. I think you could do it, but have a nice cache, a cool cache that's hidden. Intentionally put a pill bottle down on the ground. And in the first line, instead of FDF, write and throw down. And just see how many people would fall for that and just keep signing. <laughs> right. That's one either, that, either that or a decoy or a multi. Where, where yeah, it was just do like, not sign this. It says it in small letters. Yeah, look 10 feet up. You know, yes, <laughs> but they're holding the container that they need to sign. Yeah, Although you just I mean, asked them to look 10 feet up. Does it mean that that's supposed to look? I mean, well, there's nothing up there. And that's the thing. I mean, when was the last time you guys found a decoy cache? I think oh, the gosh. most interesting oh, decoy cache oh, wow. I yeah. ever found was a night cache where we're like going out really far in the woods right off the path see like a whole bunch of reflectors and we're like oh my god after searching for this for like an hour you know we mm -hmm. found it and sure enough we go there and there's a pill bottle you open up that says decoy this is not the real cash oh, yeah oh, and, i, I had one of those, those before and i got go the most hate mail from that of any cash i've ever owned <laughs> I had one of the reflector ones that took us through this big long path, all but it dropped brought us all the way back to the beginning. Um, and that's oh, where man. the geocache was. Yeah, just walked in a circle for no reason. Okay, right, that's oh, funny. That was a good Exercise, one. I, guess. I was, amused. yeah, I was amused. <laughs> man, mm. oh gosh, well, we got a PSA, uh, we got some radio nostalgia. That's pretty good. We did, yeah, I'm impressed. They we don't usually get a PSA. Uh, we should make everybody do that at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, what's, your, right. what's your announcement? You got to do a shout out to somebody. Do your announcement tonight, your PSA tonight. Right. Great. We'll start doing that. Everybody's got to do a PSA. Every, every guest. Don't tell anybody ahead of time. Just right on the spot. Bam. Right. right. On, <laughs> on the spot. That's rough. Uh, yeah. Don't sign all the way across the Dano. Sign one, only one square. That's, that's my PSA. How about when you leave right. a log, put more than TFTC? Yes. There you go. Now you're talking. Yep. Um, all one. right. So, so let's uh, let's go around the room, and I'll let uh, Grady finish. Uh, I'll start, and then one of you two dudes, uh, other hosts, whatever your names are, uh, I'll let you go next. <laughs> but, uh, man, it's, it's been so great, Grady, to have you on. Um, and hear about some of that inside scoops on radio because I've I've loved listening. I still do today. I listen to uh, the sports station every morning, and um, all the way back to my when I was a kid recording Doctor Demento on the the cassette. So I've I've loved radio. Uh, you know I and I was I kind of geeked out in my years 
uh, a while back when I was, I did 50 stations in 52 weeks. That's how much, that's how busy I was doing computer. I was gone every week for 50 straight weeks. And, and of uh, course it was before you were a geocacher, right, Gary? Yes, of course. Ah. But, and you go to great places like Modesto, California and, um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just like you're not going to the big, you know, I didn't go to the big cities. It was with Capstar was the, the company that owned those radio stations at the time. But I loved it. And um, once in a while, I got to geek out with some of the pe- people there. But again, Grady, thank you so much for, for coming on and telling us some cool stories. And um, uh, I'm just uh, I'm glad it all worked out. So over to you two guys. Yeah, Grady. Thank you so much, man. I'm. When Gary, you know, uh, gave me the news that you were on the show, I got so psyched. I mean, for me, it was like really kind of a, a trip in my radio past. And then also, I mean, checking out all your YouTube videos and all your YouTube interviews were just absolutely incredible. I just spent, um, I know I, I messaged Gary a few times earlier today. I was like going through for probably a couple hours listening to a lot of cool ones. And I look forward to going back and listening to a lot more. And um, so cool to hear about, you know, cashing out in your your neck of the woods, which is a lot different than the Northeast on that one, too. So, you know, he got me excited to come down there take a look at some caches and uh, and find some cool ones. So if I come out there sometime for Yuma, I think that's probably around your neck of the woods on that one. Love to come out down there and find some of your caches. Just yeah, to- same thing. Echoing what they said. Um but I'm kind of excited to see, and because we'll know and we'll follow because it's live. They have to be um, these caches that you're going to put out in your neighborhood now. These radio caches. So, right. and you know, it's not like you can hide it. We're going to know if you do it or not. So, <laughs> I just want to be watching. That. I think it's going to be cool. And then obviously nostalgia from just you know, I think back. You know, it was making me think about the old radio shows from back in the day. And we were joking in the chat room. We didn't really bring it up, but Art Bell and George Norrie. Now you know the, all the yeah. The, Oh, radio back over time and that's what you instantly started thinking about with like behind the scenes and calling in and stuff so that was cool thanks for sharing that with us obviously the geocaching stuff is was like the icing on the cake tonight because we got to hear about the radio stuff but so uh hand it over to you but thanks for being on i really had a good time you guys and i, I enjoyed reliving my radio glory days and kind of giving you a peek behind the curtain of of uh what real radio is and maybe destroying some radio for some people too. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um, yeah. Geocaching. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, it's always fun to talk to anybody geocaching. I think I'll, I'll see you guys maybe next year when uh, Flagstaff has geo mm-hmm. Woodstock. So uh, yes. I'll be up there. Uh, me and the Mrs. Turtle will be there and maybe we'll get to run into a lot of you guys. Yeah. Very cool. That would be awesome. And you can find all of those interviews they were talking about. Just go to YouTube and type in Grady Butler interview. And there's, there's a ton of them. Cool. cool. Love it. Yeah. Uh, plan on, I'm, I'm definitely planning on being there for Jewett stock. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you know ahead of time and we'll try to, to try to link up more out there. So Tom's very excited. Yeah. And we'll, oh, we'll, man. we'll go eat pizza. Even if, even if, even if John doesn't show up, we'll go eat some pizza. So. Oh yeah, man. Tom's... Well, at least tell me how, how amazing it was and send pictures, you know, if that's I will. The case. I hope you, hope you all, hope you all can make it. Yeah, you know, I'm hoping. It'll be fun. Um, like I said, I'll 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 be your chauffeur if you guys can if you, if Jesse if and you and John can make it to Jewish Talk. It's number twenty, I think. Right? Is why mm-hmm. they have XX on it. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. 
All right, good deal. Um, thanks, everybody. I'm going to do the not our normal outro, so I'm going to play our intro again. So if you missed it at the beginning and you're like, what the world's going on, I'm going to play it again now. And um, again, hopefully uh, it'll entertain folks. So again, May good night, everybody. Be caller number five. Be caller number five because you'll win every time. That's there right. You go. <laughs> good night. Oh man, yeah, have everybody. a good night, guys. Take care. On the air, everywhere. This is more of your favorite songs right now, right here. In, in the mix. In the mix. Hi, this is Britney Spears. What up, what up? This is Jay Z. This is Jennifer Lopez. Hi, this is Jermaine Jackson. You listen to Grady Butler, honorary member of the Jackson family. It's Grady's 80s on all hits. K101. We have ignition. Strap in. You're about to listen to the hottest sounds. It's the hottest mixtape in the world. And you've got it.